Melancholy Art with a Part from the Heart. It's Rhyme and Reason 802. There's a rhyme and reason for your life. There's a rhyme and reason why you're here. Hey there, Tony here. How you doing today? Hope everything's going well for you where you are in your neck of the woods, as they say. It's going very well here in Fundyland. And uh, I'm going to share a little bit of music nostalgia with you today because, um, well, just because, but several years ago, I shared an old, uh, an old song, an old love song that I wrote. It wasn't for anyone in particular. It wasn't for, uh, you know, a special person. It was probably like a combination of things. You know, as you get older, the more you go, the more you accumulate relationships and broken relationships and everything. I guess this was sort of a culmination of feelings and thoughts from different relationships. I guess that's the way you could say it, but I'd be willing to bet that this melancholy art is is a reflection of more than just my experiences. I bet uh, I bet you can relate in some way or another. Uh, I have the lyrics to this in the uh, notes that are somewhere. Look for them. You'll find them. And uh, uh, I'm going to share the only recording that I have of it. And I actually had to look around this time to find it because I did lose a lot of stuff in, uh, ironically, a um, bad thing that happened with a cloud backup. And this happened a couple years ago. It really made me mad. I lose, I lost stuff that uh, I can't get back in some cases. And uh, some of it was old recordings and things. But this one, fortunately, uh, didn't slip away from me. No pun intended. Well, maybe slightly intended. But I'm going to share that on this episode of the podcast. Uh, The song's called Slipping Slowly Away From Me. I recorded it in my old, um, on my old, I should say, uh, Yamaha MT. It was called the Yamaha MT-1X. Had to get that out. It was a four-track cassette recorder. I've talked about that before here on the podcast. It was a really cool tank of a recorder uh, that you could put a regular size cassette in and record four tracks. You could either record uh, four tracks on the, you know, four of the same tracks on the same side and go and use only one side of the cassette, or you could record it as a regular cassette and record both sides, you know, like like a regular cassette that you've used before, if you're old enough to remember that and have used one. I also used my Yamaha DX7, which was the granddaddy of all digital keyboards way back when. It was a, you could only play one sound at a time on it, which was cool, but it had a lot of sounds and they were digital, which was new for me at the time. And it was new for most musicians. And then I also had my Yamaha RX11 uh, drum machine and RX21 percussion machines that I could sync together, give me a nice little beat. Uh, Things weren't as sophisticated back then as they are now, not nearly and especially, I mean, talking about not sophisticated, I recorded this in my motel studio. If you've been paying attention to the podcast here or you've jumped on the bandwagon at uh, TonyFunderberg.com and you get my emails, you've heard me talk about this, how I call them um, the motel, I think I call it the motel sessions. Anyway, this is one of those. And I, I did that when I was on the road full time because I had plenty of time to dedicate to songwriting and recording. But, you know, it was, like I said, it was done in a makeshift studio, sometimes set up on a 
motel bed and and uh, nightstand and chair or whatever it had you know at the time. The uh, that was the technology of the day: a four-track cassette recorder in a motel room on chairs. You know, so um, the four-track recorder. If I wanted more tracks, obviously that meant that I had to ping pong and had to bounce tracks. If you've if you're into recording, you you know that you don't have to do that so much anymore. But if you've been in it for a while, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but this song is just me singing playing the electric piano sound on my DX7 to a programmed beat on the RX11 drum machine and just recording it all in one take. It was just something for reference. There was no ping-ponging, no bouncing, none of that. And um, I think the song actually stands up pretty well, even to this day. I'm going to go ahead and share that with you, and I'll be right back. Slipping slowly away from me from 
almost 40 years ago as Little O Tony in a Little O Motel Studio. And as I mentioned, it wasn't a song for someone in particular, probably just in general to all the girls I've loved before, you know, anyway. It was just words that worked their way to the surface as I was thinking about the melody that uh, that I had going and the rhythm that I was playing. But you know what? They sort of remind me of some lines from King David's Psalm 51. Uh, at that time, his terrible deeds had been discovered. If you don't know what those are, you should go and check them out. He did some bad things, King David, even though he was essentially a good man in God's eyes. But he didn't want to lose his connection to God. So check out the link that I have. It's called, uh, you'll see, read those words here in blue. That's a link. You can just go to tonyfunderberg.com forward slash melancholy art. And you'll find that link in the article version of this that I'm sharing with you. And when you read it, you'll see how gut-wrenching his anguish was. More so than what I just shared in the, you know, my little uh, ditty. Anyway, there you go. A little song from, well, like I said, over 30 years ago and closer, closer to 40 years ago from 1986. Yeah, 37 years ago. I just looked at the, at the um, copyright notice I put on there. Woo, 86. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in to the Rhyme and Reason podcast brought to you, as always, by TonyFunderberg.com where I tend to tell you, in fact, I almost tell you every single episode, life has rhyme and reason because God made you. There's a rhyme and reason for your life. There's a rhyme and reason why you're here. Give your time and season to the